0: I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, know that we all have fear. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast. This is The Truth For Youth with Micah Murphy. Guys, I have a great episode. Not that that means that all the other episodes are not great, but I really believe today's going to be one of those episodes you're probably going to want to save in your downloads or at least, Go back to it and listen to it a couple times. It may be one of these that you need a reminder on a monthly, yearly, maybe 10 years, 20 years, 30, 40 years down the road. I don't know, guys, but I know for myself, I need the reminder. And I think you will, too. And I really believe, young people, the quicker that you learn the lessons and the truths in today's podcast, the better off you're going to be in the long run. So, as you see by the title, today we're talking about happiness and joy and gratification. So I think today this topic and what we're going to be discussing is really a huge problem in our society, a massive problem, because I think so many people are caught up in pursuing happiness. And I think a lot of people think that's what the purpose of life is, is strictly to be happy and to fulfill this happiness. Um, But in reality, I think that they're not even really pursuing true happiness. I was listening to um, uh, this interview with this guy who is titled An Emotional Healing Coach. Now, I don't think I've ever heard that title before. And I'm just guessing by the title and, and from hearing him talk that he deals with people who have this emotional trauma or they're struggling with some emotions and maybe something that's happening in their past, whether it be their childhood or some traumatic event that they're just not able to overcome and they're, and they're maybe not progressing in life like they should or not seeing quote-unquote successes in life and, and therefore he's helping them and he's helping them to deal with those and to overcome them and to kind of live a better life and, and a happier life, if you will. Um, but he made a couple comments, and I'm going to say this: the guy is not Christian, at least at least from what I could tell after listening to him. Um, he never makes reference to God or Jesus; it's more about the world and you know the inner being. So I, I'm just drawing a conclusion, but it seems pretty evident that he is not a Christian. But something that he says, man, it is spot on with our Christian belief and, you know, my personal belief, and anyway, so I'm going to share a quote that he said. He said, most people are chasing gratification and not happiness, and then he went on to say that people, uh, their minds are telling them that they're actually chasing happiness, but in reality, they're really just chasing gratification. Now, of course, we're going to have to break this down and really look at you know what is happiness? How do we define that? And gratification? And how do we define that? Um, so, so let's think about gratification for a minute. And, and even this individual goes on to talk about uh, what he believes gratification is. It's something that brings you immediate, satisf- immediate satisfaction, immediate pleasure, um, like just spot on. But a little down the road you don't have that anymore. You don't have that good feeling or you actually may feel worse. And, and, and he actually said the majority of times, gratification is going to make you feel good or please you immediately. But in the longer, long term, you're actually going to feel worse if you give in to gratification. And I thought, wow, man, how how true is that? with sin. And a lot of times, you know, sin is always promising you this happiness or this gratification that it's going to fulfill some kind of, you know, this longing or this desire or, or whatever, because that's what sin always does, man. It always, always overpromises and under delivers. I love that saying because it is so, so spot on. Sin always over-promises and under-delivers. It always seems so much better if, if we just give into to that temptation. But usually, not usually, I'm going to say every time, that's not the case. It's never as good as it seems. Never. And so when this guy was talking about gratification, he wasn't even talking about sin. I mean, he's talking about just simple things, and he said how much that, that you feel worse when you give in to that gratification. Um, and, and, you know, immediately something that I always think about because I'm trying to eat healthy and I've really been trying to take better care of myself for the last few years and something that I struggle with is eating healthy and versus eating sweets okay like I love sweets I love candy I love cookies and ice cream and donuts I love that stuff but obviously if I'm gonna live a healthy lifestyle I can't eat that stuff I mean I can have it every once in a while but I can't eat that on a regular basis and still be healthy and honestly ever since i've started eating healthier my body functions better i feel better and when i do eat those things i don't feel as good so here's that here's that analogy okay so every once in a while i give myself a cheat meal or or cheat day, or, you know, I have those cravings for the sweet, you know, like I'm just craving something sweet, and so then maybe if it's the cheat day or whatever, like I'm just maybe eating a ton of donuts, right, or a ton of candy, or cookie dough, or something, it tastes so good, right, like the sweet, that sugar, you get that rush, and it tastes so, so good to your taste buds, at least to mine, and then, I mean, it is almost, immediately like within a few minutes after I finish I just feel gross right I feel I feel yuck I feel sick uh you know it just it's, that food is sitting on me and I'm just like ugh. you know and I kind of think to myself why did I do that sure it tasted good in that moment but then I just I feel gross I feel sick I don't I, I mean I just don't feel healthy anymore and then the next morning when I'm waking up and I'm going to the gym, then I, I feel even worse about myself because I'm like, man, here I am trying to get better and be healthier, and I know what I just did yesterday or last night or whatever has now set me back, and I'm no longer getting closer to my goal of taking a step back, and now I've got to you know either work harder or try to regain that ground. But ultimately, it's because I give into this gratification that, it, again, and it always is like, oh, but I bet that would taste so good if I just ate that or whatever, right? It's like that over promise, and then it always underdelivers. delivers, but yet I always still do it, and that's like the kind of the sad thing, right? But that's also how I view our sin life. You know, so many times, I'm guilty of it. I'm like, oh, you know, that that would be so good or whatever, and then You know you shouldn't do it. You're going to feel bad or you're going to feel guilt. And then you do it, and sure enough, you feel guilty. You feel bad. It's like, well, why did I do it? Because that immediate gratification wasn't what it promised. But yet sometimes we still do this over and over again. And it's really crazy, and we need to really catch ourselves. Um, But really in the bigger scheme we've got to understand what are we really pursuing in life? Are we really pursuing happiness? And I'm going to even question that word. But are we really pursuing happiness? Or are we really just pursuing all these little gratifications? You know, like all these little things along the way that, that we think are going to make us happy. But in reality, it's just fulfilling this immediate gratification. Um. And then on the flip side, a lot of times it's the things that maybe we don't like that's not that immediate gratification that brings us more of a long-term happiness. Again, I'm going to go back to kind of this healthy lifestyle. Sure, the the eating healthy, it's it's not fun, right? It's not as fun as eating, you know, cookies and cake, at least for me. But in the long run, I seem to be happier because I know that I'm eating healthy, You know, yeah, I wish I could be eating something else because I get tired of the same old healthy foods. But in the long run, I'm like, you know what, but I feel better. I feel healthier. My body feels more energetic. I I just feel better about myself. So in the long term, it helps. Same thing with working out. You know, if, if myself or if anybody, if you only worked out and exercised and did these hard workouts when you truly felt like it, we would never be in shape. I mean, think about it. You have to constantly put yourself in uncomfortable situations, getting up early, working out, eating healthy, that's not comfortable, takes discipline, if you're going to be healthier, if you're going to get in shape, if you're going to build muscle, you know, or or, or get faster, whatever the the goal that you have, you have to maybe endure some of that suck, right, some of that you know, not so fun stuff in order to achieve the other, which then will bring you more happiness. So it's almost kind of ironic. It's like these two opposite ends. Like It's almost like everything that gives you this quick shot of joy or happiness is probably going to make you feel worse. And then right the opposite, some of those things that are not maybe so pleasurable and so enjoyable at the moment will kind of bring you more happiness long term. Now, that's not always the case. But that's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of truth to those things. So I want you to kind of question young people, question, what are you pursuing? Are you truly pursuing things that are making you happy? Or are you pursuing things that are just simply satisfying gratification? Now, look, this can be true for a lot of things. Okay. So this can be true with your social media. Uh, I know it, it, this happens to me at times, you know. You you check your Instagram or whatever social media because you, I don't know. You have this desire that you just got to look or got to see this feed or this post or maybe you want to check one of your own posts. How it's how's it's doing? You know, how it's doing with likes or comments? And then you check it, and then maybe. You know, maybe you didn't get the comments that you're wanting, or didn't get the likes that you're wanting, or maybe you stayed on there, and next thing you know, it's an hour later, or two hours later, and you're like, holy cow, I just wasted so much time on social media, and you didn't get other things done that you needed to get done. And then maybe after looking at all the other glamorous things that's happening in other people's lives, you started getting depressed because you're not on the beach somewhere. You're not on vacation somewhere. You're not showing off your, you know, six pack or whatever like other people. And you're like, dang, man, I, you know, I got I got to get in the gym or I got to work harder or I wish I was on vacation. I wish I didn't have to go to work tonight or today. And you, on a, you on really almost start feeling worse about yourself because you are trying to, you know, get that quick fix. You know, and that that's obviously not a sin. That's just, you know, a, a real-life case that sometimes we do things to gratify us immediately, but it turns out to be more of a maybe we don't feel as good in the long run. And, of course, some of the, thing, some of the things that sin, you know, or, or bad things, you know, drinking and drugs, those are things that are going to probably provide you with some kind of immediate, you know, temporary pleasure, right? Maybe you, you get a high, or you get drunk, and you feel good, you get a buzz, or whatever, you're, or now you're, you're having fun with your friends, and you're, you're like, and you're building some you know, quote-unquote popularity with some of the cool kids, which that's so not true. You have, do not have to do that stuff, but you think that, right? Like some of the deception, and so you go in thinking that, and, and it may give you that temporary pleasure, but then you're more than likely you're gonna feel worse. You're gonna have a hangover in the morning, or you're gonna come down off the high and you're just not gonna feel as good. Or, or you know, maybe you're having withdrawals, or maybe you made poor decisions during those times. And then when you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh crap. And now there's consequences. Now now you have to deal with issues that because you made some poor decisions or you said things you shouldn't have or whatever, whatever it is, but there's probably some things that now you Don't feel as good. It had a negative impact on you versus had you with, you know, withstained from doing those things. Um, Sex is another one. And let me distinguish this, by the way. You know, God created sex, okay? But he created it. uh, He created it good and pleasurable between a husband and a wife within the confines of a marriage, a man and a woman. Anything outside of that, premarital, homosexuality, You know, any of that stuff outside of that is not what God intended. And so that would be sexual sin. So even though sexual sin may produce some type of immediate pleasure, that is not the long term happiness. It's always going to leave you wanting more, it's going to leave you with, with some kind of negative feelings or consequences or regret or hurt or heartache or something because that's not the way God intended. Again, but we have it in our mind that, oh my gosh, if I if I just did this or just did that or just gave in or just, you know, if I could be with her or him or whatever, oh, it'll be, be great, it'll be perfect. And again, it's this over-promising and under-delivering, and it's going to leave you empty. It's going to leave you with consequences and regret. But Satan tries to entice us with all this, you know, it's going to be great, it's going to be awesome, with all the sin. He makes it all look pretty, right? He makes it all seem, you know, good and happy. But in reality, all that stuff is going to have a negative impact. It's going to have negative consequences. It's just not the way God intended. God intended for us to live according to his standards. Now, again, it may not be that immediate pleasure, but he's saying if you want that long-term happiness, then I've created you. I, I know what I'm doing. I know the purpose for which I've created you. And if you'll live by my standards, you will have that long-term happiness. Again, it doesn't mean because we follow God's will, everything in life is going to be happy. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be great. That's not, that's not the case. That's not the case. But he's telling you Look, I know what's best for you, and that immediate gratification, that sin, that whatever—that's not the case. Now, so let's let's go another step further. Okay, so this is something that uh, that individual that I was just speaking about—he didn't really talk about this. Um, he kind of stopped with happiness, but I'm going to take it a step further and say there there's a distinction between happiness and joy, and I think some people even get those two confused. So, so not only they're getting Gratification confused with happiness, they're getting joy confused with happiness as well. And here's what I'm saying. Happiness is more of that temporary, it's, it's based on emotion, it's based on external forces, uh, you know, things outside of us that we really, you know, kind of comes and goes, okay? Like it's the environment really having an impact on us, like actions or things that are happening outside that are affecting the emotions that we have. So that happiness is more that emotion versus joy. Joy is a deeper version of that. Joy is that deeper, uh, you know, pleasure, that deeper happiness, that deeper sense of peace that is internal. Okay, so the external factors aren't really affecting that because it's not really affecting our emotion because it's from the inside. It's something that God can give us. Is something that we choose, okay? A lot of times we don't choose happiness necessarily because, you know, it's like, oh, we got a gift or, or we won the lottery, I don't know, whatever, that, oh, hey, that makes us so happy temporarily versus the joy that comes from internal, that comes from that relationship with God and fulfilling our purpose and what God's designed us for and, and living a, a, a moral life. Those are the things that produce the joy, that can't be taken away, that, that is fulfilling this whole that we have that happiness can't even fulfill, right? Gratification, gratification certainly can't fulfill it. Happiness can't fulfill it. It's only the joy that can fulfill it. I'm going to read you a, a passage. Um, it is, let me look it up here, something that Solomon wrote. Here it is. And I said to myself, let's go for it. Let's experiment with pleasure. Let's have a good time. But there was nothing to it. Nothing but smoke. What do I think of the fun-filled life? (laughs) Insane. My verdict on the pursuit of happiness. Who needs it? With the help of a bottle of wine And all the wisdom I could muster, I tried my best to break through the absurdity of life. I wanted to get a handle on anything useful we mortals might do during the years we spend here on earth. Oh, I did great things. I built houses. I planted vineyards. I designed gardens and parks, and I planted a variety of fruit trees in them. I made pools of water to irrigate the groves of trees. I bought slaves, male and female, who had children, giving me even more slaves. Then I acquired large herds and flocks Larger than any before me in Jerusalem. I piled up silver and gold, loot from kings and kingdoms. I gathered a chorus of singers to entertain me with song and my most exquisite of all pleasures, voluptuous maidens for my bed. Oh, how I prospered! I left all my predecessors in Jerusalem far behind, left them behind in the dust. What's more, I kept a clear head through it all. Everything I wanted, I took. I never said no to myself. I gave in to every impulse. I held back nothing. I sucked the pleasure out of every task, my reward to myself for a hard day's work. Then I took a long, good look at everything that I'd done. Looked at the sweat and the hard work. But when I looked, I saw nothing but smoke. Smoke and spitting into the wind. There was nothing to any of it. Nothing. Guys, this came from Solomon, who was the wisest man to have ever lived. Okay, he had more knowledge, more intellect than anyone before him and anyone who has come after him. He had more fame. He was a king. He, everybody knew who he was. He had all the riches, all the money he could ever desire. He couldn't even spend it all. Piles of gold and silver. And he had over a thousand women. That's a lot of women. He had everything he wanted. He had slaves, which, again, slaves back then were not the slaves that we tend to think of today. It was people that just strictly didn't have much money, that, that, needed, uh, that wanted a place to live and to be able to work, and he provided for them. Okay, So don't want to get off on that, but okay, he had plenty of people working for him, employees, if you will. He had everything, everything you could imagine, and he even said it. He had it all anything money could buy power fortune fame women everything and at the end he said it's all smoke think about smoke. smoke smoke appears and then it disappears there's nothing to it you can't grasp it can't hold on to it can't really use it for anything it's just smoke it's like spitting in the wind okay like spitting back in your face okay it's <laughs> it's not a good idea don't do it he says there's nothing to it there's nothing In other words, all those things, remember he even said he held nothing back, okay? If he wanted it, he took it. That's that gratification we just talked about. He fulfilled every gratification he ever wanted. And in the end, it did not fulfill him. It did not give him that happiness. That is something to really take hold of young people, and, and older adults. I mean, again, I have to remind myself this as well, okay? To think, you pursue all that stuff, it's going to leave you empty. That is not what's going to fulfill you, even though the world is telling us that, and even we tell ourselves that. I know we tell ourselves that, oh, if we just had this, we'll be happy. But again, let's think back, okay, let's, let's do this. Think back to a couple Christmases ago. Maybe it's something that you just absolutely, you were dying to have it, okay? Maybe it's the latest iPhone or the Samsung or it's a video game. Maybe it was a car. Uh, I, I don't know. Think about it, okay? I mean, that's all you could think about, right? Like, oh, if I just had that, if I just had that, and you probably were even telling yourself, if I just had that, I wouldn't want anything else. I'm good. And let's say you got that item, okay? You got the latest video game or the console or the car or the, or, you know, the phone or whatever, and it was great, right? You're probably happy, quote-unquote, happy for a little bit, but eventually, it, it maybe weeks, maybe months, maybe even a year or two, it wore off. And then you began to what? Desire the next. Because now there's a newer iPhone, or now there's newer, a newer pair of shoes, or clothes, or whatever it is that you had to have. Now your your brand-new car is not brand-new anymore. Now you see these other people with newer cars, better technology, and you're like, dang, man, I wish I had that." that. That is the trap. That is the trap of pursuing happiness, of pursuing that gratification. Those things are not going to fulfill you. God has created us differently That's not what we truly desire and we kid ourselves and we trick ourselves and the world tricks us and we pursue this gratification and we pursue this happiness only to be left wanting more. It's a never ending pursuit, guys. You you got to grasp this truth and hold on to it and understand it because that's going to get you in a lot of trouble probably. It's going to take you down paths you wish you had never gone. It's going to leave you with with negative thoughts or or consequences or regrets because you're constantly chasing this, this satisfaction, this gratification, this temporary happiness, when in reality what you really are longing for is a joy that only a relationship with Jesus Christ can give you. I promise you that, and that is this internal peace. That is this internal happiness. Now, look, I just gave you an example of Solomon. Let me me tell you about maybe a modern-day Solomon. I really kind of hate using that reference because he's not a a modern-day Solomon. But if we take some of these features of today, you know, maybe what today's society throws at us, you know, the the fame, the money, the women, Dan Blitzerin, all right, this guy— Look, he doesn't have the wisdom, okay, and he definitely doesn't have a relationship with, with God, um, but what does he have? He has loads and loads of money, he's got loads and loads of fame and popularity uh, and influence and power to some extent, and he's got loads and loads of beautiful, gorgeous women, okay? Uh, he can pretty much satisfy any gratification he, he wants, he can pretty much do whatever he wants, and... He seems to have the life that a lot of guys dream of, okay? Well, listen, I, li- I listened to an interview with him talking about happiness. And you may be shocked to hear this, but I'm not, because this is a truth that we've just been talking about. He said that money and fame and fortune and all that does not make him happy, okay? Now, listen, this is a guy that's got it all. And again, not a Christian, not a Christian. Ha- that that is not giving him happiness, he said. He said, yeah, having sex with all these women and having these cars and all that. You know, he even talked about how he was, uh was this new Ferrari that was coming out. And he's like, man, oh gosh, that is, a, that is an unbelievable, beautiful car, awesome car. I've got to have that one. That one will, will, will make me happy. And he got it. And then he said he really thought it was going to make him happy for a pretty long time. And he said within like a couple of weeks, he was already tired of it. He'd driven it a bunch, and it no longer made him happy. And he said that he's caught in this cycle of he's constantly got to go bigger and better now because he's he's in that, that pursuit, and he's gotten all this stuff, and it's not making him happy, so he's got to try to go bigger and better every time to only be left unfulfilled. And he talked about how, man, years ago, uh, just— just having a, a Mustang, you know, just a Ford Mustang car, man, I'd have been happy with that. That that was almost like a, a goal to have one of those and, you know, to be fun to drive. He said, now if I get one of those and it's a rental, like it's a piece of trash because now he's used to Ferraris and all these exotic cars. And even that's not fulfilling him. He talked about the same thing with beautiful women and, and you know, all this other stuff that he has, like He says it doesn't make him happy. And the guy said, well, what makes you truly happy? And he said, honestly, when I think back to one of the happiest, because the guy even asked him, what is one of the happiest times in your life? He said, one of the happiest times in my life was when I was just hanging out with some friends. We were just, uh, you know, playing board games. That takes no money, a little bit of time, and just spending time with true friends. What? That? That? is what made him happy that's what brought him true happiness and again that's not even that's not even the joy that we're talking about we're talking about a joy that that far exceeds that cuz that's just a temporary happiness we're talking about a joy that will last forever and ever because it's it's within it's something that God gives us and God is God wants us to have this joy that only he can give and only he can provide. But the world is trying to confuse us. The world's trying to tell us it's gratification. It's this happiness. People don't be confused. Don't be misled. It's lies. It is just pure lies. Let me me leave you with this verse. Romans chapter 15, verse 13 says this. Now may the God of hope fill you with all All joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God is the one that can fill you with joy and peace. It's not the world. It's not that gratification. It's not even that temporary little happiness. It's that long-lasting joy that no matter what happens around you, you can still have the joy. And look, I'm going to even relate it to this. Uh, I've had a pretty rough week this past week with uh, just various things happening in my life that has really taken a lot of quote-unquote happiness away from me this past week. And that's okay. That's what life does, right? Life is tough. There's a lot of things that, a lot of hurtful things. There's, sin, there's sinful things. There's, there's evil people in the world. There's, there's just a lot of hurt, right? I mean, you understand. You've been through that. And that affects our happiness, right? Because it's external, It's affecting our emotions. So there's been a lot of things this past week that has taken happiness away from me, but I still have joy. The external stuff doesn't take the joy that's within. I have joy because I know about my relationship with Christ, and I know that he has my best interest in mind, and I know that I have salvation through Jesus, that despite what happens in this world, that... I'm believing and I'm trusting and I've given my life to the God of the universe who is a just God who loves me more than I could ever comprehend and that I get to spend eternity with him. And that brings me joy and that brings me peace. And no one can steal that from me. No one can take that from me. And that is my choice, okay? I get to choose that joy. Remember, joy is a choice. Happiness is the external. Guys, pursue the joy that only Christ can give you, that only God can give you, living a life according to the way he wants you to live. The rest is going to leave you empty, wanting more, and probably leading you down a path that you wish you hadn't gone, hurt, heartache, destruction even. People, I love you. Uh, I thank you guys. Look, if you found value in this podcast today, please share it. You know, and again, if you have not left a review on iTunes, be sure you leave a, leave a quick review. Write a quick little something. Uh, it would really mean a lot. It would really help this podcast to grow because I know so many teenagers need to hear this podcast, uh, this episode, as well as others. So please share it. Tell others about it. Uh, continue to be diligent and listen. I know I went a little longer today than most, but it's okay. Uh, Again, I think this is one that you're really going to get value out of. And the quicker you learn these lessons, I'm telling you, the better off you're going to be in life. All right, guys, love you. Again, thanks uh, for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys in the next podcast. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you can hear the truth.